Yes, yes. Jesus, this is so fucking loud. Hey, okay. man, that's what you get for not having headphones, bro. Bro, okay. And and basically, I, I'm pretty sure that's how loud I talk every day on the podcast. <laughs> FCFC. Good people of Los Angeles, welcome to the FCFC FSA FSA pod. Today, just us. It's actually the first time we're on a conference call together without seeing each other's beautiful faces. So you have Slim, Dweez, and yours truly. And we talk a lot about anime, weirdly enough, what we're doing currently during COVID-19, and Dweez gets a dog. So without further ado, here's the first question. Wait, what? Do you guys feel like you've improved as a podcaster or a host or an interviewer since we've been starting a year ago? Uh, yeah, a little. That's I think we, like, I, I can't go ahead, like, so- sit there and call myself a podcaster. Like, that's weird. <laughs> no, I, I hate that too. I hate that too. So let's say a host, right? Because we definitely host. We've hosted 50 different weeks of guests, you know, over the course of this, like, you guys feel like you've improved as hosts, as communicating people? I think the question is, have we improved at hanging out? Because that's basically what we do. And in that sense, yeah, I think we've improved at hanging out. Um, obviously. Bro, those, those it, Louise. Come on. It's, it's more than hanging out. Like, we definitely have, like, <laughs> we, we definitely have, like, a, an onus to, to really direct conversation. It's not like we do that every time. Just because you're the center of attention all the time in your own backyard. Whoa, 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 I'm just saying hey, when, Josh I, when is I do extra that, spicy in the mornings. When I do the I got, IG live and then when I see Slim do the IG live, I think we know who the real rock star is here, all right? Let's just say, you know, these late night dickhead drinks. No, no. Sam, I started Hospital Playlist yesterday, so did one episode. It's, it's pretty funny, pretty... It's pretty like innocent, you know. I'm guessing this is how people felt about ER when ER first came out. Like it's like kind of optimistic and hopeful, right? But it's like still some of the hospital drama with it. It's just it put oh, me yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's like I did not want to be thinking about a hospital right now, and like you know, it's, it's like a fun, quirky drama about a hospital. But you know, it's 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 a good good content. All right, I will check it out. I still haven't started yet. I've been watching uh, Gundam. Uh, like iron blooded orphans. Gundam? Like uh-huh. robot? Yo, is it sick? Yeah. It's the, like this one's a little like, you know, one of the darker storylines where it's just oh, about yeah. like these fucking slave orphans and shit. So, oh, yeah. But it's dude. good. Dude, slave orphans make the best Gundam pilot, bro. Come on, we need this show. Pretty now. much, bro. That's basically what the storyline is. <laughs> yeah. They've got nothing else we, to fight we, for. Are you in the deck? Like, come on. Are you in? Are you into anime? Like, I need to know this. 
Me? I feel like you're not. You, you, you Dude, Dweez? I... Yeah. Wait, who? Me? Dweez. Yeah, Dweez. Yeah. Are you into anime? Yeah. I... Okay. Yes. In some way. <laughs> but, like, the problem is that's such. it's a, such a sweeping category. It's like, it's like, are you into film? It's like, there's so many different kinds yeah. of it, you know? And it's sort of like... There are yeah, some... but there's certain people that can't watch animated stuff. Period. Like they're just like it's childish. I can't watch it. Yeah, and but I'm those like, people. Like... Yeah, but those people can go fuck themselves. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear that, Kevin like... Kim? I know you're listening. You piece of shit. No, hey, listen, Kevin like... Kim. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> An... Animation. <laughs> animation allows for so much that you can't do with live action. That just the form itself is and like graphic novels you know like with the the drawings plus the words you could use you know manga in the same way like these are like my favorite forms because it combines like so much opportunity for imagination with the storytelling um not to mention like all the aesthetic beauty you can have and all like the range but like these are these forms are like the richest in my opinion and um what's cool about anime when you like look at it as a whole, if you're going to just use the category of like, you know, we're basically talking mostly about Japanese anime, um, then like the animated world, yes, there's like tons of stuff that, you know, wouldn't neatly fit into anime, but like there are types of anime that I don't really jive with that hard that are just like more run of the mill, like swilly stuff. Although I can enjoy that sometimes. So basically like, it, if there's no octopus fucking in there, then Dweez ain't fucking with it. No, like, no, 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 no. It's, it, it's sort of <laughs> well. We should get I, the I octopus mean, lined up. I think, I, I think it's more like, okay, I'll just, maybe I can just list you some of the anime that I like and that'll help paint the picture. Um, yeah. Well, like, I really mess with Attack on Titan. Like, I think Attack on right. Titan is, is like peak TV in general. Um, there's just so many things about the unfolding of the onion of that story that is just like <laughs> insanely intoxicating to watch. It's like one of those edge of your seat shows. Um, and with that, like, I also think Cowboy Bebop is among like the best story, visual stories I've ever seen come out into the world um, on any, yeah. now on any form. Uh, so those two are kind of like my top, my top dogs, but like I've found like other weird shit out there that I messed with. Like I, I kind of enjoyed uh, something called Bokumonagatari. Um, like I think it's called like Monster Story or something in English. I don't know. Bakemonogatari. Um, it's it's like it's this really like it's 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 the same territory as like you know high school kid who like is trying to like date girls, but then he has like all these encounters with like you know monsters from you know some different dimension that he has to like battle but it's mostly about his like insecure you know it's like those classic like anime themes like you know the insecurities of like a you know high school kid who doesn't know how to deal with his emotions um yeah or like where the real monster is puberty Oh, yes, exactly. Oh. The real monster is puberty. Puberty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. So you know. So that's like. That's like in that category. And then like one more of like mainstream ones that I've liked is like 
food wars I thought was funny at times. I fucking I love food guys... wars, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like food oh, wars. I mean, anime? it's so like right, it's so over out. the it's so over the top and it has like these hypersexualized sexual exploding you know, parts. Oh, I actually have seen a clip of that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And, Sam, uh, it's like, uh, it's like orgasmic once it's, if you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me centers and then like people like have like men and women both have orgasms and like their clothes fall off. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but it, Japanese but what's, what's people kind of, are so wild with sex. Yeah. But what's cool about that show is more so like, I mean, yeah, that part's fine, but like, it's more so the, uh, the food, right? Like all the combinations and like, they get pretty like deep into it on like what they're cooking and uh for me and i think all three of us like we all love food and we love like learning about different foods or like for me like coming from a fucking you know white boy background who doesn't know how like these magic creations with all these different tastes get made you know and like whether it's korean cuisine japanese cuisine chinese cuisine like to me it's you know coming from the outside looking in where I just got like a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, I don't know like all the different spices that go into like a really delicious bowl of noodles, right? Like how, how is it made? Like what is actually in there? Um, so food wars for me is also like kind of cool because it breaks down some of those dishes that, you know, if I wasn't, if I hadn't gone to live in China or like done it some other ways, like to really like learn how it was done, like it would be like a perfect access point for like, you know, someone who's coming to like, Japanese food from the outside or whatever. So um, there's like a there's like a excitingly educational and scholarly component to food wars in addition to all the like the sexual explosion. Um, and before I kick it over to the next anime person in our trio, uh, the last one that I also <laughs> enjoy that's more mainstream is um, it's called One Punch Man. Yeah, that's that's it. And One Punch oh, Man. Okay. okay. One Punch, One Punch Man kind of like plays on the tropes of anime, like it it makes fun of itself, and like the over exaggerated shit that sometimes happens in anime. That you know, while sometimes it's okay, like sometimes it's like okay, dude, like this is just too much. Like anytime something takes itself so seriously or like lays into the tropes too hard or is like too genre-y in any kind of entertainment, I just kind of get over it. You know, it's like if it's too obvious and it's hard for me to like maintain interest. There's like a handful of other ones that like have been pitched at me as good in the past, like Chamurai, Samurai Champloo or whatever. Like it has a cool soundtrack from New Jibis. Oh yeah. Um, there's other there's other ones that are like okay that you know I get. What was the one Death Note? Um, you know, there's a couple out there, but for the most part, I would say like I'm picky when it comes to anime, but I definitely fuck with what I fuck with. You know. Um, yeah. So what about you, Slim? I know you've been watching Haikyuu lately, and that's one that my roommate Signy really likes about like volleyball it's like the slice of life one that like i'm like i don't hate it but i'm also probably not gonna watch it yeah 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 i, I like that you know i like that rudy type story um just because you know grew up on sports movies and shit and i love that we asked Dweez a yes or no question about whether he liked anime and he just went on a 20 minute rant about everything <laughs> yeah that's, that's why we that's why we need a fucking Dweez in our group <laughs> Everyone get yourself a doing. But what I don't like about Netflix is that Netflix will start drop start anime, um, have like a season or two in there, and then not have the seasons that ended out. Mm. So Netflix kind of pisses me off with that shit. Uh, might have to go jump on and pay for a Crunchyroll subscription so I could finish off yeah, IQ. That's, that's where people go, right? Crunchyroll is the jam if. 
you're like an anime head. Like that's just what you have to have, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm a real piece of shit because I'll like jump on and like subscribe for like two months just so I could finish whatever I was finishing, and then I'm done. Yeah. So what other what other <laughs> ones are in Slim's arsenal of like animes you've loved in the past, or ones you're eyeballing now or watching? Um, I mean, you know, all the classics, you started off with Dragon Ball Z, and then as we got older, we found, like, Naruto and Bleach. Um, I went back and hit some, some of the, the older ones recently, like, uh, Guren Lagen, um, there is, uh, actually, I think the first anime movie I watched was either, was, I think, Akira. Yeah, um, yeah. And and then and then when you know you found out about the pervy ones and then you you moved on to shit like Ninja Scroll, um, and then yeah shit like Slam Dunk was a big one when I was a kid, um, but yeah anime has always been like part of like our childhood too, just because Koreans be translating that shit over to Korean and putting it out on their own networks. But, yeah, did, yeah, Josh, did you grow up with anime, too? Yeah, man, same ones that, that you did. I remember going to Barnes & Noble and just, like, you know, squatting with all the other uh, weird weeaboos out here, you know, and just, like, read, reading through, like, Naruto and uh, One Piece and Bleach and stuff. And I think um, that was started on the manga stuff. And then when Naruto really came out and, like, started doing I remember, like, my friends were just burning it onto CDs, like, you know, 40 episodes at a time, right? And, like, would just be, just be playing these CDs of Naruto. And, um, yeah, like, outside of that, you know what's been really crazy? Like, I think we brought this up before, but, like, how much hip-hop heads love Dragon Ball is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I see, like, it's it's the most, it's almost the most common reference, like, now. Like, oh, like, the 90s kids growing up is, like, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, right? Like, we'll talk about fucking, I mean, Denzel Curry will go on, like, being, like, Vegeta, right? And then there's, like, Frank Ocean will do a Majin Buu line, right? We'll have Thundercat, you know, talking, like, chasing Dragon Balls. Like, this is, like... Every single important artist right now has yeah. some kind of. And I will say, I will say the ca- the caveat of what I was saying earlier, like Dragon Ball Z was the one anime. I mean, I liked a lot of animated <laughs> shit as a kid, just in general. But that was yeah. like the one definitive, like Japanese style anime that was definitely like in the mix. Um, my little brother really loved Sean. Shout Sean Yedwies. He really was into it, and we would watch it together. Um, and it was it was sometimes hard to access, like the channels that I had access to, like my way younger were just like harder to get so it was like a tasty little morsel every time you get it but that was like i think dragon ball z in general was the thing that really opened the door for anime to go i mean there's some probably like anime historians out there that could probably school me way more on this but like that was what that really opened the door for like all this shit to start appearing into american culture at least and then worldwide after that uh but yeah you're right like hip-hop hip-hop I think hip hop in general has a fascination with, uh, and I don't know if you guys may or may not agree, like a, has a fascination with like Asian culture, um, and yeah. if there's like okay. a weird, there's like a weird a weird dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say weird. There's there's like a there's an interesting dynamic because sometimes I think it's really like genuine and like um, coming from like just a place of like excitement, and then sometimes it's kind of like a little iffy. Um, but, you know, I think in general, like, anime is part of that. I think martial arts are part of that. I think um, it's just like a, yeah, a lot of, like, references there were, like, 
yeah, I just don't, I don't always see, you know, hip hop interacting with like another cultural subset in that same way. You know what I mean? Like whenever, whenever, like, I guess, I guess when they do like Latin culture that, you know, but then they'll be doing stuff in Spanish with like reggaeton artists and like the whole thing will change. It's not like as, it's not as like referential in the music or in the lyrics. No, I definitely, I, I see that for sure. And I, you know, it, it is kind of a strange relationship, but I think it also speaks to like how much like a property like Toonami was valued, right? By, by people and kids of, you know, our generation and stuff and how, how that's introductory for stuff. Yeah. And it, it is kind of a, it is a, it's a strange relationship, right? It's it, the same way that I think, man, it's like, it's constantly how dominant culture you shift the lens back and forth, right? Between what is, you know, American dominant culture versus what is countercultural, like these black American culture, like mainstream hip hop culture, like is it considered, you know, a mainstream Americana Western culture at the same time. And so like, you'll have like, I think it's super interesting to see like when a Korean kid looks at a hip hop artist from Atlanta right now and like adopts a trap music style and like puts braids in his hair when his hair is not meant to like be put in braids. Like, you know, is that appropriation? Right. Is that just, is that, is that honoring the craft? Is it really just looking up to that? I think a lot of, to be honest, I think Korean hip hop in general, like when you're looking from the opposite way, has been like a lot of times you're missing a lot of the historical context of why things are important, right? And why, you know, certain music sounds the way it does. But also music yeah. is music supposed to like make you feel something. And like, even without the context, like I think that the energy and the focus around, you know, what music can do for, you know, a, a kid regardless of race and stuff is, is important. It's important to be acknowledged. Yeah, 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 for sure. That. There's, the same yeah. way I think a black kid can look at anime and like, we'll miss a lot of the, you know, societal context of Japanese culture, but we'll feel a certain, you know, whether, you know, we're talking about Naruto, right? Talking about the loneliness of growing up as a child and as an outcast. Like, I think that's an identifiable story regardless of what culture you're in. But hopefully with the internet being what it is and more cultural dialogue, like people will understand, like, you know, this the historical context and why it means it's so rich. At the same time, like, I want kids to enjoy art for what it is, right? And just, if it's for pure gratification, like, it's fun yeah. and entertaining, then, like, I'm about that, too. So it's uh, I would hope everyone, like, would research more into it. But at the same time, like, sometimes I just want people to enjoy, you know, a shift for what it is. And that's where it's, it's newness. And if you're not just gawking at it for its, for its, like, orientalness, then I think that's fucking dope. You know, that's an intro, intro course right. into hopefully, like, larger cultural context. Josh, yeah, do you do you watch? Are you watch watching any anime right now that you really mess with? Um, you know what? I think me and anime, like we kind of, it, it's I have to really fall in love with it again. Like I have to find myself in like that kind of anime mood. So like, I know when Bleach is coming out with its new season, new final season, then I'm really excited for that. But outside of that, like I'm still trying to discover a lot of the older stuff that you know I've missed along, you know. Um, along the way so like one piece is such a beast that i feel like i need to really go back and catch up on it so don't like, no, do it i know i know don't <laughs> do the one piece it's never it's gonna like, end bro it's like it's like chasing wasn't chasing the dragon it's like the old fucking heroin high right like it's, it never yeah. ends you're always looking for that it. shit that shit like started when i got my driver's license that's like a long time ago like wait so it's still going there's no sign of it stopping I, I think it's still going with no sign of stopping, bro. That's terrifying. It's you like what, over you know, a thousand episodes. Like it's nuts. Yeah. Dude, what to, about to, 
What about Evangelon? Is that what it, isn't that what it's called? Evangelon something something. Evangel. Have you guys heard about this? It's like Evangelion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Uh, have has it, have you guys watched it? Either of you? I gotta look it up. No, nope, I haven't. That one's from the night. I think it's from either the early two thousands or the nineties. And yeah. people have people have told me people who I, whose taste I respect. I mean, there there are people who I respect for different cultural recommendations, and then there are people who like. I might respect for one, but not respect for another, if that makes sense. Like, there are people who I trust for food, people who I trust for movies and things. And and in terms of anime, I've got one friend that I really I really trust. And he uh, he, he told me, like, this is peak. Like, he's like, this is better than Bebop. This is better than um, Attack on Titan. Like, this is the one. And I watched, like, yeah. the first two episodes. And it's just, like, it's, like, the most, like, insecure, whiny dad problem of it all, of all of it. I'm like, how could this be the one? But I have I've I've yet to like really try to tackle it again. So I, I know what you so, mean, Josh. There's like a, there's like a mood to get in, and like there's like a yeah. I don't know a place. Even with and me, for me, it's thing. like yeah, yeah. You got to like get past some beginning little barrier, um, and then once like you're in it, then I think it has time to like make its impact. Um, and some things, some types of culture are like that more than others. But for me, anime is one of those. Just because, especially like some of the way that like the drawing, the drawings, and some of the way like the tropes work, and, like just these like classic, you know, character creator right. type things. You're just like, okay, this is like I have to get over all that, and so I can start enjoying the story. And sometimes, if you're coming from like some other just regular movie or your regular life, it's hard to like always enter into that. I think we're so deep in the cut right now that that only way for me to transition is to say I have a segue. Which is something that we brought up just a second ago, which is the the people you trust to give you recommendations, right? And I think that we we've kind of come to a spot where, you know, for the good people of all things, we think that we are trusted sources of recommendations, right? But like for you guys in your personal life, for the different aspects, I agree with you, dude. Like I think different aspects of your life, different aspects of your life, you have to trust different people. Like everyone has a different piece. Sam, who is someone that you trust? explicitly throughout your course like let's say food let's say uh man i'm not sure what else like what what else are we recommending to people now what else do we trust people with like car insurance you know like who, who do you trust the guy like <laughs> that's, i think that's, that's kind of a fun question to ask damn that's uh recently i trusted uh our guy joe from tsg with with the anime <laughs> Nice. Um, I mean, it all depends on what season of your life you're in, no? Like, the, the people that you trust in whatever, whether it be... Nah, alright, like, my boy... Duh. Let me ask you this, let me, let me, let me put this also, let me put this also into the mix. How much do either of you guys trust online reviews? Or, like, the opinion, quote-unquote, mm. of the masses? Like, whether or not, like, something has, like, whatever percent on Rotten Tomatoes or four stars on Yelp or like how much value do you guys give more value to your trusted sources for given cultural recommendations or I guess in the case of like a fucking lawyer or doctor or whatever or do you trust um, like you know the masses to guide you or I guess the third category would be experts like if Josh you read like an opinion article on the ringer about why 
uh, you know, Mad Men is the best art, you know, the best TV show ever. And here's why. And it's a writer you trust and you get convinced by his his critical expertise that that's that's the trust. Yeah. Like, how do you you know, which how much weight do you guys give to each of those categories? Like friends, masses, experts. Dude, for sure. I think um, for me, it's I I. I I, I was hoping that I wasn't counting on like Yelp reviews so much, but like I think a star rating is literally like how I view like uh, how people view like horoscopes. You know, you kind of make it fit like regardless mm. of what you experience is, right? Like I think if I have a four star like in the back of my head, then I'll kind of like you know eat in that manner kind of thing. Um, but I will say like the the trust the word of a friend means a lot to me, right? Or like I think there's certain people that. Like, master of viewers who are known not to like write takedown pieces like you know like the jonathan gold past right or a bourdain past right i think those people mean a lot to me right so like there are people like and my cousin was one of these guys where like he was trying to eat through everything that jonathan gold ate through like, you know in like the la weekly piece right? and that means a lot to him, yeah. for him to do that. i think that it also shows that you're trying to like match up your taste you know you want to raise your taste level a little bit um, so if like David Chang is on the ringer recommending something like I'll definitely do it. But at the same time, like I look at pieces when it's like, um, like on publications as like how well argued they are, you know, like I appreciate the kind of character and the kind of story they can tell, but it really means something when like you tell me something is good. Sam tells me like, um, the Mediterranean place of Cerritos is bomb, right? And go there. Cause I respect that. Cause I think that we grew up in a similar way. So I'll, I'll I'll kind of enjoy that taste as, as Sam does. But um, for like critics and stuff, I'll be like, okay, this is kind of a fun thing to do, but I'll trust the word of friends more than anything else. Although, as I said before, I think I'm, I'm kind of prone to leaning whichever way Yelp leans. Slim, what's your, yeah, what's your rating on those three? Um, I mean, I think it it's all dependent on what I'm looking at. Like if I'm looking at Yelp and I'm looking at like, just like a, little mexican spot or like a small little burger spot or cafe on a corner then the i feel like the 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 ratings aren't going to matter as much but if it gets to a little bit of a higher level of dining then that's when you'll probably start looking at um you know the reviews more how many people are reviewing what the stars are at um and then with like movie reviews like those websites like if you're looking for a drama or like a thriller or um you know, like one of those epic movies, then yeah, like the, the, the critics probably will have more of, you know, a gauge on that. But if I'm like looking at a comedy, then these fucking critics aren't funny. They don't know how to be funny. So I'm not going to let them judge the comedies. Um, so yeah, little things like that. It's all dependent, you know, like if I'm going to an Italian, like a nice Italian restaurant, I'm not going to go into one that's like rated a B rating on their like cleanliness. But if I'm going to like an Alberto's Tacos or something, like a B rating is probably where I'm going to get better flavor. <laughs> well, that's funny because I think you can use that same logic for like, you know, are you gonna are you in the mood for for anime like weird anime, quirky anime, or are you in the mood for like some like, you know, bigger masterpiece? type film it's like you can't judge those two things the same way right like you can't <laughs> like the the b rating on the outside window of the anime you know or the on the box of the anime that you might watch isn't going to turn you off the way it might like 
oh, here's like this classic movie that everyone says you should watch. But then like when you watch it, you're kind of like, okay, that's sort of like a B rating. You know, like it's very, you know, it's, it is dependent on your mood and what you're looking for. But I think I would, I would argue that like these, I guess we'll call them filters. These, uh, these ways in which, you know, we all make our choices about how we spend our time. And I mean, yeah, money is important too, of course. Like, you know, money and, how, you know, how much it costs to have a subscription to Crunchyroll or to eat at a certain restaurant, it matters. But I think it's actually more about a question of time because, you know, we're all, none of us are going to see all the movies, see all the animes, eat all at all the restaurants that are out there. So you're really talking about like racing against, against the clock, uh, you know, if you want to put it in those terms to like, yeah, to, to get a taste of life in all these different ways. And, um, I, I personally have like a very fraught relationship. Deep dive dive with Dweez. Come on. What else am I going to do? Deep deep dive with Dweez. Let's get it. Well, I was just going to just add that, like, personally, I don't, I don't always have faith in, um, in, any of my friends to give me like certain recommendations like again it has to be like very hyper specific it has to be very hyper specific and for this person to like it's almost like the friend is the friend is the one that like checks checks the checks the uh i don't know gets the ball rolling maybe like i'm like okay this person's talking to me about this um and then if i hear from an expert who i trust says something similar i'm like okay there's another thing. Um, and then if I, yeah, it's closed. By the way, um, I'm coming to you guys live from a very shady looking truck stop. Uh, I am on the road. I am not staying safe at home right now because I am on a renegade mission to pick up a dog. Um, and, and my girl and I are off the side of the freeway looking for a restroom, which is like hard to find given that like public restrooms are closed. Um, so oh, we, are, shit. We, we are out here like looking for a restroom right now. Um, anyways, uh, what I was saying about this filtered system in general, um, is just that, yeah, I have like, I try, I, I used to be more neurotic about it than I am now. And I try, I try not to, and I'll give you an example. Um, why it's important not to over analyze what you're doing because then you sort of impregnate it with like expectations for what it's going to be. If you, you know, over read reviews or if you, you know, listen to your buddy like me rant way too much about what it should be. Now I'm like polluting your experience of like, you know, of what it could be for you. And I'm making it seem like it has to be what I'm saying or what it has to be the expert saying, or like, if it's four, if it's a four star restaurant Yelp, it's like okay, well, is this four stars? Well, I just don't know. And like somebody, you know, there's it, there's like this weird thing that happens. So it's like it's important to have a filter because we have limited time. And yet, if you give any recommendations too much clout, you're now compromising. I think the magic of your personal experience in my example is like last night, Sachi and I ate the last uh, Jonathan Gold number one on the 101 list, which is Vespertine like uh very like way over the top nice restaurant that i would never probably be able to afford if it weren't quarantine times 
and they're doing like these to-go meals that aren't like ludicrously expensive. Like I think it was like 50 or 60 bucks a person, which isn't like insanity. Uh, when we go out and go hard at a you know restaurant with alcohol, you'd often spend like, you know, much more than that. So we were like, okay, and we'll do it. And what was so cool about it was like, I didn't read. I just knew that it was like something that he really was into. I knew that it was like a restaurant that did things kind of more experientially. And I knew that like, in some ways, since we weren't going into the physical restaurant, I would be eating at home. So there was only like so much of that experience I'd have, but it was so cool. They had like eight courses and the the chef had written a card for every course and describing like why it mattered. And it was all South Carolina cuisine, which is where the chef's from. And it had like all these descriptions about each one. And Saji and I, like we had so much fun eating it because of the experience itself. And like my lack of understanding of what I had no idea what was even like on the menu. You know, we just like got what it was going to be. And that was really fun. And there's, I think a part of life in creating and forming your own opinions that gets like, sucked out of it and some of the magic out of things when you yeah listen listen too much or too closely so it's it's a weird like balance we have to have like both these contrary ideas in our head at the same time that it's like we're here on a limited time we got to like find the good shit that's out there and yet like we can't listen to it so much that we deprive ourselves of our own you know our own experience of it yeah man uh, no, I'll you on that. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry for the sorry for the really long it sounded extra lonely when um when I can't even see your bored faces. <laughs> <laughs> Not bored. But it's you know, we we, we know when, when Dweez gets in his bag he's gonna he's gonna give you the essay version and not the sentence <laughs> i'm trying to get better at just the sentence though it's just not always possible when i when i care too much sometimes i care too much and i probably care too much about you. no man no me and you just need to like if trade off a little bit of each other's energy because i just be keeping shit too concise i'm just like yeah dude it's dope <laughs> <laughs> North uh, good side. news, by the way. We we did find a bathroom. The bathroom was successfully procured for those uh, worried. Hey. Now we are going back north. No, that I that is worrying, further. bro. Yeah. You guys are going all the way out to where right now? Oh, we are going to an undisclosed location to make a drop slash swoop for a uh, pre-quarantine procured puppy. Yes, we are adding a puppy to the backyard, to the... To the pod. To the noise anyways. of the backyard. This FCFC's first official animal. Uh, we are en route to acquire. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're 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 doing like a, sw a swoop and drop off. So yeah, not only are we coming to you live from all of our different locations, I'm actually leaving my house for longer than you know, just going to the grocery store for the first time in like whatever two months. Um, but hey, we're we're staying safe. We got our masks. We got our we got our uh, hand sanitizer. We are gonna be just, you know, picking up a, picking up a pup and coming right back. Hey, uh, what what breed is the puppy? So the puppy is a golden doodle. Ooh, oh, gold. It's a black nice. and golden doodle. Yeah, that I mean. Um, oh yeah. No, I, I wonder and, if it's so, gonna be kind of dorky like a golden retriever, or smart like a poodle. Well. Cause that's, like that's it, I, those like those crossbreeds like my my friend just got a Pomsky, and that shit's just the straight up 
like husky the way it acts you know what i mean so what's, a, what's a pomsky wait what's a palm wait say that again what is it a pomeranian husky whoa it's like a mini they don't even know about mini this husky is some, like pom- this is some this is some it's next a little level newer shit. I, I feel like so slim you know a lot about dogs i love dogs so I'm, where does I'm, this i'm a commitment phobe and i don't have the i feel like i don't have the time to like take care of one dude get a dog man Tell us about you your dog. You guys will never history. see me, bro. Tell us about your dog history. Like how did this I begin? honestly don't even know. Um cuz I had a dog when I was younger. And if you know like like old school Asians aren't like the best like <laughs> dog owners. <laughs> 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 so like I I didn't really like like take care of my first dog like, you know, like I should have. It was mostly like my pops' responsibility. Um, and then later, I don't know. I don't know where my love for dogs came from. Maybe it's like all my friends just having dogs and like I was always at their houses. Because um, I was rarely home. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I just fell in love with all my friends' dogs and then fell in love with dogs that way. Whether it was like, like a. interact with the dogs, Sam. I feel like people would. Like, do you go over the top? You use like a like a like a puppy voice and stuff. Uh, I mean a little bit, though. Who the hell doesn't use a puppy voice? Well, you too hard for a puppy voice, dog. Fuck. Hey, don't be coming at me all fucking crazy like that, Josh. <laughs> no, I feel like yeah, of course I, mean, I use a fucking puppy voice, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe, uh... No, I ain't gonna do that shit right now for the stairs, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, FCFC, dude, we should just do fucking Sunday. You should just hang out with the dog, F- uh, Louise's dog on Sunday. And just, like, do, do the whole <laughs> hour with the dog. Yeah, honestly, you could probably just, like, live stream your dog in, running around your backyard for a while, and we'd probably get the most views we've ever had. <laughs> I might try it. I might try to... I mean, you know, we're 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 basically throwing stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks. You know? So let's see the puppy, see if the puppy can uh can be spider puppy and stick to that wall. Um, like, <laughs> no, but this is an interesting this is an interesting question specifically about using dog voices or puppy voices. Do you guys do you guys use different voices for your for the people you love? You know, the women you've dated. Do you do you talk to them? Do you tone it down? If anyone says they don't use a different voice when they're trying to holler at a girl, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, it, it's it's different for everybody. If you if you already have that deep like sexy voice thing, then you go go an octave lower. Like, if you got that nice guy thing going on, you probably going an octave up. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah. And it probably changes. It probably changes as you like move through the relationship, right? Like maybe in the beginning, you're like trying to trying to come at it with a different tone and then as things get more established it it might uh you know you, yeah, you, at, the front drops at, away and the kid, max, the kid in you comes at up. max at max your cop like you're you're done with the bullshit voice after six months you know what i mean that's max right <laughs> i don't know man i still got I, I still go with the i still i still hit my girl with the high pitch you know Where that's probably when you're in trouble bro. i just get excited I just get excited. Man. No, I'm just I, I get excited to to see her. I'm probably gonna get excited to see the dog, and I'll hit the dog with the high pitch. 
you know, and I'll just yeah, no, I, I, I think, think actually, go away. I, I think you're right, though. I don't think you'll ever, like, speak to your significant other with the same tone that you speak to your boys with. Or to anyone. Yeah. Like, on a consistent basis, yeah, yeah. That's so, man, I don't know, man. The dog stuff really throws, like, I didn't grow up with a dog in the house. And so, like, when I heard, like, grown-ass men, like, really, like, you know, like, put on a, like, this really, like, high, high public, like, you know, like, oh, like, what a good boy, what a good, like, just, like, get down on their knees and like, start, like, you know, speaking to this dog. I'm like, I was kind of shook for a second, but I, I kind of get it now. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I like, take care of somebody's dog for a bit, and I get it. There's something... There's a chemical reaction right, that happens with, like, you know, like... I see it like this. I see it like this. Is yeah. what is you, like... I feel like with bonds that you have in your life, the thing you appreciate at the end of the day the most is loyalty. And I don't think there's anything more loyal than a dog. Bro, stop trying to say gangster shit around puppy boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying, cuz? right now, hey. dude. Hey. All right, <laughs> this is it's too early in the morning this is the, we're, we're doing so many first this is our first morning recording flim's just coming with the loyalty speech <laughs> like you gotta be able to ride or die with yeah, <laughs> yeah i just wanted fucking good fellas in a fucking doggy voice no i'm just saying though like that's what <laughs> fuck you guys <laughs> ain't, nothing more, ain't nothing more important than loyalty in a man's life <laughs> Slim, did someone do you wrong since quarantine began or what? No, not at all, man. I'm chilling. Like, all these people that are bad tripping about this shit, I've been on my anti-social shit since last year, so I'm I'm cooling right now. Um, Yeah, man. I, wait, so I, I got to... Oh, wait, go, go ahead. On. No, I wasn't... I, I didn't want to finish that sentence. <laughs> I changed my mind after the first two words. I think the hardest part of not having the visual things is I can't tell how badly someone wants to say what I'm going to interrupt them before they can say. <laughs> uh, but I, just more of this dog, this dog talk. Um, and Josh, you said like not having one and you seeing that. I think like the part of it that I think, because I completely agree. I, I've seen I've seen people who like speak only in curse words like when out you know like just it's sailor talk it's construction guy talk whatever and then as soon as the dog comes around it's like yeah it's like you're a little kid and you like love like hearts and rainbows and everything's fine in the world i think there's like a beautiful <laughs> like there's it, you know dogs turn everyone into children in a, in a way like Ooh. you're playing and that whole idea and that's that's kind of like a thing that we all need to do sometimes but even more than that for me, what I'm seeking, I think, in this dog owning experience, I want to take myself way less seriously. And I want to, like, be able to, sit, like, bend over, pick up the dog shit with my hand and being like, I am picking up another creature's feces right now. And, like, you know, I just got to take it a little bit easy when I get, you know, into my extreme mode. You guys only see the ex ex exterior of the extreme mode, but inside my own head, when I, you know, drop a deadline or, like, I don't have something going the right way, I'll, like pulverize my mind into like taking something like way more serious than it needs to be and so i'm hoping that uh the dog takes some of the edge off you know bro that's nice. not fucking nothing man that's that, what what a what a great uh stress reprieve and all that i know i know you're you can get in your old 
the old noggin there. So no, I think that's all. That's beautiful, man. I think the dog does kind of not reduce you, but take you back to childhood in a certain way, and that's that's yeah. And it's like it, it, yeah, it reminds you like you know we're just we're like out here living, right? Like all of us get so con- concerned with our pursuits or our lack of pursuits or stressed about this thing or that thing. It's like you look over this fucking dog and it's just like drooling, right? Or it's just like it's just like sitting there. And and like seeing it just living, it's like, oh yeah, I'm also like living. So I can like just be busy living rather than doing. So for me that I'm I'm the type of person that needs that reminder. Yeah. Yeah, God God I hope um your dog's not an asshole. <laughs> has been another episode of the fcfc pod i know it was a little hectic today but we wanted to get something for you guys to listen to this is our first drive through on the road pod and uh, i know it was uh, jumping all around but we appreciate you we hope you're healthy and we'll see you soon enough FCFC 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 FCFC